Are you ready to master your finances and live your best life? Welcome to the Live Financially Well podcast. This is the audio version of the Frugal Blog with your hosts, Jason Vitug. Let's start reading. Financial stress is debilitating. Today, we're going to discuss how to cope with financial stress to improve your overall well-being. According to the APA, that's the American Psychological Association's latest stress survey in America, they surveyed and found that 72% of Americans are reporting feeling financial stress and wanting techniques to cope with money issues. I've personally experienced financial stress that impacted my mood, my work performance, and my relationships. It deeply impacted the quality of the life that I was living. So some studies have showed prolonged stress actually negatively impacts our physical and mental well-being. It's not just things we feel, it's actually impacting our body and our mind. Lauren Choi from the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, she wrote, the body reacts to stress with a fight or flight response, releasing adrenaline and cortisol, major hormones associated with stress. In situations of persistent stress, the body adapts to adverse conditions by establishing a new state of equilibrium. And at that elevated levels of these chemicals can cause significant physical harm to vital bodily systems, such as blood pressure, heart rate, memory, mood, and immune functioning. So whether you're stressed about money or stressed about a lion chasing you for its dinner, your body reacts the same way. During the days of my heightened stress, for I which I had way too many, I cope with financial stress through unhealthy behaviors. And I'm not sure if you can relate. I was overeating to feel satisfied and I had way too many alcoholic drinks to loosen me up. I was spending more money just to feel in control. In fact, I felt so out of control, the only thing I could feel in control about was the things that I purchased, whether or not I had the cash to do so. As a result, it magnified my financial issues. And I needed to figure out eventually how stress was impacting my well-being. You see, financial stress can be especially problematic. Money influences how our world operates. Unfortunately, there is no way of escaping money and being reminded of it can keep that stress hormones rising. So what happens to you during financial stress? Well, first, physical ailments. Stress has been linked to rising hormones that can lead to headaches, heart disease, diabetes, and sleep issues. So if you are going through financial situations, your body is going to start responding by having you feel pains you normally wouldn't feel if you weren't stressed. Then there is mental illness. Financial stress can lead many to believe there's no solution to their money crisis, leading to depression and anxiety. And the third impact is emotional instability. Stress can impact your hormone levels, creating changes in your mood that you cannot control. In fact, when you are financially stressed, you get to a point where you are at your base 
level and reacting to situations as opposed to responding. And here's the thing, when we're experiencing these health issues, the financial issues can compound with increased medical expenses. So if you are already in a financial predicament and now you have physical, mental, and emotional issues to contend with, and you may be required to go to the doctor or visit the hospital, and now you have medical bills associated with your stress. So it's important for us, it's important for you to identify and figure out ways to cope with your financial stress. But before we dive into coping techniques, I want you to really understand what stress does to your body, some of the causes and the systems, symptoms. When I was financially stressed, I had periods of depression and bouts of anger. It impacted my sleep pattern and hurt my relationships. So what are the signs you're financially stressed? You probably don't need this list, but I'm going to go through it anyway. Financial arguments are a regular occurrence. Avoidance of phone calls, difficulty sleeping, exhaustion and tiredness, digestion issues and irregular appetite, unexplained mood changes and feelings of anger or apathy, physical muscle pains, spasms and migraines, a lower sex drive, social distancing, and inability to connect with others. And the thing is, many of these stressful financial situations can often be out of our control. So it's not just us spending more than what we make. It's not just us making bad financial decisions. There are things that are external, variables that we can't control that can lead to financial stress, such as job loss, or your hours have been reduced, or you've gotten to a point where those high interest credit cards have become unmanageable debt. And there are moments where the lack of savings, unexpected bills or expenses, medical issues, death and divorce can add and compound the feeling of financial stress. Now, Let's go to some of these coping techniques. These are coping techniques that I use for myself. There are things that I researched. I'm not a medical doctor. I am not a psychologist. I don't have a degree in medicine or therapy. What I do have is years of experience of feeling financially stressed and trying to find ways to cope with these issues. And after speaking with a ton of experts and doctors and advisors, they've shared some tools that were really helpful. So I want you to learn how to cope with financial stress. And the first part in doing so is becoming better aware of your finances. You see, what tends to happen is that we do not want to know our current financial situation and not knowing our current financial situation actually compounds the issue. We are more stressed about the unknown than the known, but it is does take some time to get to that point. So I do suggest getting financially aware of your current financial situation, the good, the bad, the horrible, the ugly. So this way we can address the root issue. So therefore, not only are you going to cope with your current financial stress, you're going to solve the issue that's causing it in the first place. 
Now, when we don't know our complete financial picture, it leads to that narrow view of the money situation, creating blinders to possible solutions. I want you to understand something. There is always a solution to every financial situation. This to me is extremely important because when we are in a dire financial situation, we tend to think there is no solution. And sometimes when we share our financial issues with family, with friends, or even go online, we feel even worse about our predicament because we feel ashamed or we feel like we're being judged or we feel like there are no solutions for our situation. And I want to change that. I want you to understand that there is a solution. And to go through that, let's, let's start with some areas to focus on. The first thing is breaking the debt mindset. I used to believe that debt was okay. And debt in many forms is useful only up to a certain point because what tends to happen is that most financial stress is related to high debt levels. Debt is that weight. It's that ball and chain that we feel even though it lacks physical form. The more debt you have, the less freedom you feel. Think of debt as hours you've allocated to work rather than fun. It's an obligation. With debt, the pressure increases the more of it we hold. What can you do? Find ways to reduce debt through negotiation, consolidation, and elimination. The second part of this financial piece is figure out multiple income sources. Being dependent on a single source of income can cause a great deal of uncertainty, regardless of the amount of money that you make, regardless of the amount of your salary. It's important for us to diversify, to multiply our income streams so we're not dependent on one job or one paycheck to pay for our basic living expenses. Feeling like you're not making enough to cover your expenses is stressful. So I want you to learn ways to increase your current paycheck with your current job and start thinking about ways to multiply, multiply your income streams. The third part is, I'm going to say it, the B word, have a budget. Yes, a budget sounds boring, but it really is quite helpful. A budget often is associated with kind of these limiting beliefs, believing that a budget is going to take us away from doing the things that we want to do. But I want you to understand that a budget is a spending plan. It helps you allocate your money to the things of value, to the things that are most important to you when done right. Through the budgeting process, you can calculate your cash flow and determine areas to cut back. And that is essential when you're trying to figure out where your money is going. A budget is going to show you all your income sources and all your expenses and make the necessary cuts in order for you to get from where you want, where you are to where you want to be. And I want you to know one other thing. Budgeting isn't an act of deprivation, but an act of direction. Now, let's go into some general stress management techniques, some coping mechanism, some coping strategies that I have employed myself that has helped me deal with the stress that I'm currently feeling, whether it's financial stress, career stress, performance stress, or what have you. 
Now, as I mentioned, I am not a doctor. I am not a licensed physician or a therapist, but these are techniques that I have researched and I have uh, learned from experts and doctors who shared that these are better ways of dealing with stress as they happen. And so when you are working to change your mindset, when you're working to change your finances, there are going to be moments where you're going to feel financial stress and you're going to need these coping mechanisms, these coping techniques to help you get through it so you can focus at the task at hand. It's important for us to manage stress while working to fix your finances. Acknowledge you are both financially stressed and that you're taking action over your finances. It gives us this sense of clarity and helps us improve our mood for better. You're no longer suppressing the feelings or ignoring the situation. And there's relief to finally feeling like you're taking back the reins of your life. So the first general stress coping technique is the power of breath. I became a breathwork specialist after realizing through my yoga practice that breath was giving me calm and peace of mind and was allowing me to affect my mood almost immediately. I can tell you, I know how someone is feeling or doing based on their breathing. Whether you are taking quick, shallow breaths or very deep, slow breathing, shows a lot in terms of your state of being. Whether you are facing stress with these short, shallow breaths, or you are calm and collected with these deep, slow breaths. So with the power of breath, I want you to focus on your breathing. Be aware of how your breath changes. With the APA, they wrote that stress and strong emotions can present with respiratory symptoms, such as shortness of breath and rapid breathing, as I've mentioned. So the airways actually start constricting, and then we feel that moment of anxiousness where we're unable to get enough air in our body, and that creates this physical stress. So I want you to notice your breathing. Are you taking shorter and shallow breaths? For me, learning breathing exercises was that game changer. The ability to recognize my breath and the techniques I've learned have helped me take back control during highly successful, stressful moments. When my mind races and my breath changes, I'm able to catch myself. And then I make an intentional deep inhale and a very slow exhale. The second technique meditation. And I understand some people will say, I cannot sit there and not think of anything. And that is not what meditation is about. Meditation is not suppressing your thoughts. It's an opportunity to let your mind rest. So this is a mindful technique of resting your mind without having to sleep. There has been anecdotal evidence of meditation as a stress reliever, but new studies are showing meditation's impact on the physical brain and body. I can personally attest how meditation has helped me. Even a few minutes to interrupt a busy, stressful day can be enough to change my mood. Now, I understand how difficult it really is because it was tough for me in the beginning as well to just kind of sit still and meditate. And it might be challenging to be left with our own thoughts. But I urge you to try meditation techniques that fit into your life. One of my favorite apps is Calm, that's C-A-L-M app. And Headspace is another tool that you can utilize to get you started into meditation. 
The third technique, movement. Get up and move. I've shared many times that some of the best way to change your emotion is to get into motion. Others have been quoted saying, directing your energy in motion changes your emotion. So I want you to start simple. So get up where you're feeling stress. So if you are stressed sitting in front of your computer, if you are stressed sitting on your couch or laying in bed or in your home, get up from where you're stressed and move. The ability to move and that motion is so powerful and that it allows our body and our mind to kind of interrupt the thought process it was going through. And I have techniques where I go and I start doing jumping jacks. I start moving my arms and I start walking in place. And automatically, I forget what I was thinking about because I am so focused on the movement. And it was a very good distraction. And this distraction with motion is so powerful because what happens, your brain switches from thinking to doing. And then there's some situations where we need to do that. So I want you to get up. Maybe you can walk right out the door and do a nice brisk stroll around the neighborhood. So take a walk, do some jumping jacks, take a yoga class online, or just start moving your hands and moving it all about. The fourth technique is creating. We, we are all creative in some way. The mindful shifting of attention from doing to creating can improve your well-being. Every single time we're creating something, there's this euphoric feeling that happens. Our brain starts producing these chemicals. And so when you're feeling stress, kind of dive into the things that you enjoy creating. It could be baking. It could be drawing. And for me, it's journaling. So figure out what aspects of your personality or what are some of the things that you enjoy doing and start creating. For me, as I mentioned, I found journaling to be a great way to turn my thoughts that's in my head into kind of a physical object by writing them in a purple journal. The fourth, connect with friends. Focus on engaging with your friends, not discussing your situation. You don't want to dump all your negative, stressful situation on your friends. You want to utilize your friends to help purposefully distract you from what you're feeling but also have them help you get through the situation. Simply being around others is really a great distraction from your thoughts. And oftentimes, the, the moments that we spend with our loved ones alter our mood in a positive way. So I want you to consider the idea that you may not be in control of your finances right now, but you can control how to connect with your family and friends. And the fifth technique, just say no. Sometimes we simply need to say no. This can give us back time and energy to deal with the situation causing our stress. Most of the time that we are taking on way too much, way too much at work, way too much at home, way too many commitments that actually take away from the time we need to rest, to reset, to relax. It may be good to say no to your manager or no to joining a project or saying no when asked to attend events or outings that also may cost you money. I want you to follow your plan to fix your financial situations. 
Set boundaries and say yes to activities that help resolve your money issues and relieve your stress. So in closing, I want you to understand that financial stress can impact the quality of your life, leaving you with worse physical and mental well-being. It's important to know how to cope with financial stress as it happens, and equally important to address the root cause and issues. Doing so can help you create a plan and take action, giving you back peace of mind. Thank you so much for listening to How to Cope with Financial Stress. I am Jason. I'm the author of this article and also the founder of the website frugal.com. That's P-H-R-O-O-J-L.com. I invite you to connect with me on social, on Instagram, and on Twitter at frugal. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, go ahead and do so so you get uh, notified every single time I put up a new episode, and I'll be planning to do so twice a week on a Tuesday and Friday. And if you'd like to read this article yourself, go ahead and head on over to frugal.com. That's P-H-R-O-O-G-A-L.com and read the article. And let me know your thoughts if you have other coping techniques when it comes to dealing with financial stress. Again, this is Jason. I want to thank you for your time. And I will see you on the next episode. Peace.